Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good people. Ah, yeah, you know what it is. Hard worker, scrappy, unfiltered, and sometimes unhinged football content. Hard to explain, but you know it when you see it. Doing it daily, our way. I don't know what you're talking about right now. Redraft and Dynasty Fantasy Football, we got you covered. You know their defense is ranked like 31st in the NFL? NFL draft prospects and rookies? Now you know you in the right place for that. Absolutely. All right, then stop saying it. Then we're done. And prop bets with my man Jay Rich. Count that money, man. Now wipe the crust out of your eyes. Get you a cup of coffee. It's time to wake your ass up with Ray G. You honestly are making absolutely no sense and you sound silly as hell. G-M-G-P. The NFL season is over, baby. It's a wrap. Everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's a wrap. It's over. Champs, Jay Rich. The Kansas City Chiefs got it done. Your boy's over here tired. Old GQ had a long night, Jay. I had a long night partying, having some fun in Old Roy City, Texas. But congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs, Super Bowl champs, and appreciate each and every view, each and every listener, each and every eye that's decided to wake up and tap into the stream today. I'm excited. We got a dope show. We got a lot of stuff that we got to talk about. Before we do anything, good morning to you, Garrison, Patrick in the building, Cold World, Marlon, Goat Rings, Hunter Joe Green, Jimbo, Fizzle Dollars, Gump. Got the DD fam in the building. Got to give a shout out to my man, Scott Connor. Make sure you go over to Destination Debbie podcast feed, drop some content on the channel this morning, going through some rookie picks. Roster Construction Series, Scott Connor, one of the goats in the Dynasty space. Make sure you check him out. And if you missed it, last night we did drop a 2024 Rookie Superflex ADP video on the channel. Shout out to Jay Rich for the thumbnail, Spencer Rattler on that. We've done over 15 Superflex rookie mocks over in the Destination Debbie community. Gotta take a look at where these rookies are being mocked at it because it's rookie season, Jay. We're out of the NFL. It's over. How are you, my friend? Did you enjoy the game? Did you sleep well? How are you doing, Jay Rich? Yeah, as you said, Ray, late night last night. Late um, night. But worth it, right? Worth it. I, you know, I, I think my first question to you before we get into the game is, do you think it was better or worse than last year's game? Because last year's game had a ton of points. Both were game. phenomenal games. But this one, OT, down game. to the wire. It was it was a great game. I, I honestly really enjoyed it. Started slow. Lots of undisciplined play, penalties, turnovers, and you thought, just maybe, Ray, just maybe the Niners could pull it out. But 
The Chiefs got it done. You you just no. it's one of those things, it man. A, it was a it was a great game. You knew it was, it was a great happen. game, Jack. You knew it was gonna happen. It was an incredible game. I thought it was awesome. Um, there was a lot of stuff. We're gonna talk about a lot of that, but make sure if you're in the building, hit that like button, comment, subscribe to the channel. Yes, sir. Somebody hit a thumbs down button before we even started. Man, run this shit up. Wow. All the haters out there, what? run it up. Yeah, what? Run it up. Run it up, chat. Run it up, family. We're gonna dive into the game some of the top takeaways, some things that we may think may carry over into next season, Jay. But Patrick already hit the nail on the head, starting to stream off. He already said it, man. He said, Mahomes on that GOAT trajectory. Trajectory, Jay. Patrick Mahomes. Let's talk about it, baby. I mean, Super Bowl champ again, Jay Rich. Yep. Uh, freaking again. Patrick Mahomes. Yes, sir. Air horn that. Patrick Mahomes. Did it again. My goodness, Jay. What, what do you want to, where do you even want to start? Because I just want to get right to it. I don't want to play around, no foreplay. You know what I'm saying? I just want to lay down and get straight to it. Let's get right to it. Here it is, Jay. I mean, it, it's right here on the screen. You got Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady. Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes through the first seven years of their career. Here it is, Jay. Here it is right here. They both played 96 games, right? Quarterback record, 74 wins, 22 losses for Mahomes, 70 and 24 for Tom Brady. Completion percentage, I mean, there it is. Patrick Mahomes, five percentage points more. Passing yards, 28,000 to 21,000. Passing uh, touchdowns, 219 to 147. Interceptions, fewer by Mahomes. I mean, everything is better from a statistical standpoint. Championships, they both had three. Pro Bowls, Mahomes six, Brady three. All pros, Mahomes three, Brady one. AP MVPs, Mahomes two, Brady zero through the first seven years of their career. And Super Bowl MVPs, Jay, three for Mahomes, two for Brady through their first seven seasons. I mean, like, I don't think it's hyperbole to say if he were to quit playing today, he's a Hall of Famer. First ballot, Patrick Mahomes. First ballot. But that's 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 low-hanging fruit, Jay. That's easy. I want to know, is he the best to ever do it right damn now best to ever do it right now we can't say that we can't say that he's the second winningest pairing right Mahomes or Mahomes and Andy Reid have the second most playoff wins in NFL history because they did because now they are the only tandem behind Tom Brady and Bill Belichick and of course Brady has more on top of that to say he's the GOAT right now it's you know you're projecting a bit if you want to say that you can't, I can't hate on in the moment are you being are people prisoner in the moment if they say right now he's the best quarterback of all time I don't think so. I think it's just early, right? We know it's early, but you laid out the numbers. You laid out the stats. He's been to the AFC Championship game every single year as a starter. Like, that alone is that absurd. Alone. That absurd. alone is absurd. What is this? Four Super Bowls, two AFC Championship games where they lost? Like, absolutely absurd. And it's funny because, you know, you look at the records that Belichick and Brady have, and then you look and see that Andy Reid just passed Patrick or just passed Peyton Manning in playoff wins. Peyton Manning, first ballot, Hall of Fame. Peyton Manning, right? Passed him already, seven years into his career. Like, it's insane to think about that. One, this is seven years into their career, but Mahomes really did it in six years. And he didn't play his first season, right? So you think about it from that perspective, like, yeah, Brady came in and all that stuff, but like Mahomes didn't play at all his first season either. So I think if you want to say he's the greatest of all time, I honestly 
can't hate on you. Different eras, so you can look at the stats and say, well, you know, different eras, things will change a little bit, but what he's done is undeniable. What he's done is better than what Brady has done in his first few years. And while Brady is probably always going to be the GOAT, because I don't think Mahomes is getting eight championships, he's right there. He's right there. He's going to go down as the second best quarterback of all time, and you should just well, I don't, pencil well, that I'm in, not, I'm, write I'm it in, pen, whatever you want, because it's going to be there. You, you said who's going to go down? Mahomes is going to go down the second best of all time? At worst. At worst. At, at worst. Right? I, at I was worst. Say, make sure you put he's, that he's qualifier the, there. At, at worst. worst. Yeah, at, at worst. worst. I mean, what he's been able to do in these, these past two seasons, Jay, what's so impressive is last year was supposed to be a rebuilding year. They beat the Philadelphia Eagles. And this year, even going into the playoffs, I mean, we've done multiple shows on Bleacher Report, and I don't know. Buffalo's a little bit better. I think Baltimore's a little better team. This isn't yep. the same Kansas City Chiefs team. For whatever reason, we kept saying that this was not the same. And you know what? That's fair. They're, they're not the same. They're better because Mahomes is better. He's seen mm -hmm. everything. He's been there. And if we're being honest, the beginning part of that game, he didn't play. But it wasn't looking no. good offensively. I meant they were discombobulated. He didn't look comfortable from the pocket during the first half. Brock Purdy looked more comfortable in the pocket in the first half. But we talked about this pre-show. What happened, Jay? They just let the Chiefs hang around. They just hung yep. around and hung around and hung around. And it was like, it, as a Cowboys fan, it felt like whenever like Aaron Rodgers gets the ball with like 58 seconds left and you're like, we're going to lose. Like it just doesn't, you just know you're going to lose. Second half, man, they turn it around. He finishes the game with, I think what's crazy, Jay, did you hear the, the 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 scripted ominous stat or or fact from the game that Mahomes finished with 333 passing yards. The address to oh. Allegiant Stadium is 333 Mark Davis Way. Probably Al Davis Way. Right? Whatever, Al Davis, Mark Davis. I'm just saying, Jay. A lot of people think there's some uh some good script writers there, but you can't make that up. But the point is, Jay. Um, we're looking at our generations, and it's crazy because Brady just played football, what, two years ago, of yep. Tom Brady, Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods, Serena, one of the Mount Rushmore. We did that episode a year or two ago, Mount Rushmore of sports athletes. I think we're, we're looking at they're already starting to get him a spot, right? They've got the stone. They got the, yep. they got the thing, the easel or whatever, the chisel to get ready to start etching Mahomes' face and beautiful hair onto the side of Mount Rushmore because he will be there. He's one of three Super Bowl, uh, three players with three Super Bowl championships, three Super Bowl MVPs up to this point in their career. I mean, it's just what he's been able to do is phenomenal. And I think we need to sit back and appreciate this while it's here, while it lasts. And from a fantasy perspective, I mean, all I can say is what's, what's it going to look like once they get some more competent weapons around them? We saw Justin Watson missing passes. Uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling running backwards at points in time in the game. Uh, Sky Moore, helmet on the sideline, that failed experiment. But this is a team that should only get better. And Patrick Mahomes, in my opinion, is on the trajectory to be the greatest of all time. I'm not going to put him there yet. I still think you've got – let's not forget that Tom Brady did win seven of them things. Let's not forget he did win seven of them. And when he left New England, his first damn season in Tampa Bay, he won one of them. First damn season out of – New England in the grass of Bill Belichick. So I'm with you. At worst, he's going to finish number two of all time. But I think Mahomes has probably got another two or three damn Super Bowls left in him. Incredible player. Jay, anything else you want to say about uh, Mahomes before we dive into the rest of the show? 
I think it's just crazy to think about like youngest defense in the league, probably only going to get better. As you mentioned, the pass catcher is going to get better. It just comes down to Ray is how long does Andy Reid stick around? And we can get into that competition as well. But I think that may be one of the great equalizers for Mahomes because obviously phenomenal quarterback, but paired with such a phenomenal coach, clearly they are a match made in heaven. So when Reid and Kelsey decided to hang it up and Mahomes is still there, curious to see how that changes things. But Mahomes, obviously, like like you said, three Super Bowl MVPs, one of three quarterbacks to ever do that with Joe Montana and Tom Brady. He's right there. He's headed the right direction. And I think overall, when you talk about goats, like, He's going to be there. And I'm curious yeah. because we're in an era where LeBron's going to retire soon and KD's going out the league. And like the NBA, in my opinion, yeah, is we dying. we talked about this. We've talked but about this, man. The NBA is in a bad state. But when you talk about the NFL, you have Josh Allen, you have Patrick Mahomes, you have, you know, Lamar Jackson, all these quarterbacks. And per Aaron Chatsbury, I don't know if you saw this, the most difficult path to the Super Bowl ever per DVOA. The four opponents they face. And Let's then you go. really think about it. The Miami Dolphins, the Buffalo Bills, the best, one of the best defenses of all time statistically in the Baltimore Ravens, and then the, one of the best teams ever constructed in the San Francisco 49ers. Like, it truly is crazy. While the Dolphins were, you know, a cup kick by the time they finally played them, still a great team. Obviously, the Bills were peaking at the right time, and they beat them. The Ravens were the best team in the NFL, and they beat them. And then the Niners were still a juggernaut out in the NFC, and they beat them as well. So pretty crazy to see what they did, and it, it really comes down to that defense. And and at the end of the day, it's that bad man Mahomes, man. Well, like you just did you see, can't did take you away see from this? him at all. Did you did you see this from old from old Cowboys legend Troy Aikman? <laughs> did you see this from Troy? Jay, read read what's on the screen. I can't see anything with these shades on. Jay, what what does this say? What did, what did Aikman say in 2019? Talk to me when he has 33% of Super Bowl titles. Is that Tom Brady has 33% of Super Bowl titles right now? No. So, no, it was, so Mahomes, they said he had like 33% of Troy Aikman's passing yards or passing <laughs> touchdowns. So then Troy clapped back and said, holler at me when he's got 33% of my Super Bowl victories. And, uh, yeah, for oh old Troy boy. Aikman. Yeah, that one didn't oh end well. Yeah, it's, uh, he's tied Troy Aikman already. Now, there was a loser. On the other side, Jay, I don't want to get into that. To the it, there's so many storylines here. We don't need to go through the stats. We know the stats. Yada yada yada. We all watched it. Let's talk about your boy Kyle Shanahan, who is uh, revered as the greatest play caller in NFL history. What what do we have here, Jay? A ten point blown Super Bowl lead. What else has has he blown? What 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 else is on there? Well, he's blown two 10-point leads and a 25-point lead. And I believe, right, he's the only coach to coach in Super Bowls that went to overtime and lost both of them, right? So, not and not only that, he's been outscored 29-74 to 74 in the second half and overtime in Super Bowls that he's been an offensive coordinator or a head coach of. Of course, he is 0-3. It's unfortunate, man. I thought he coached a great game for the most part. Like, I really do. But at the end of the day, I think what it comes down to is... And this is where, you know, it gives the Brock Purdy haters some life because it came down to the quarterbacks. Both were phenomenal. Both were great. But at the end of the day, it was Patrick Mahomes getting it done and Brock Purdy who couldn't score the touchdown. And it's so easy to look at it and say, well, having that better quarterback is what makes the difference. And that's probably true. But Shanahan, I thought, did coach a very good game. Very, very good. And to the point where even, you remember late in overtime, he called a timeout to make sure the defense was straight because he yeah. didn't like the defensive play call. And so that really shows his involvement in the team and, and knowing how big the moment is. And ultimately, it didn't really matter when it ended up happening because he was still going against Patrick Mahomes. 
but I did think he coached a great game. How did you feel about Shanahan and how do you feel about this knowing he's 0 for 3 because what's that? I think so he's lost to Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes twice now. Which I mean this is I mean it just What are you going to do? San Francisco had had a hell of a season, right? They were the clearly the best team in the NFC all year. This is just it feels like and I know you're kind of young, Jay. It feels like when the Bulls and the Patriots were just you got to get through these teams and it's just yep. <laughs> You have to deal with Mahomes. You're going to have. You know this is coming. And Dre P said it in the in the in the chat. He said what he said was a summary of the Super Bowl game changer versus game manager. I tend to agree with um, with Richie right here. Bad third quarter coaching. I believe they had a grand yeah. total of like 11 yards in the third quarter. It was something ridiculous like they that. They stopped running the ball. Yeah, they stopped running the ball. You know, first yep. down. I know that the Chiefs know that you're going to run it, but damn it, Christian McCaffrey, Jay. I want to give you a lot of credit, my friend. About a year ago, we did a show, and you said that you believe Christian McCaffrey is the greatest running back of all time. You were just like, I just, I think it's going to go down like that. And you watch him operate, and he's not the biggest dude. He's not, he's not Chris Johnson fast. He's not Derrick Henry's size and power, but just his ability to move the ball down the field, the way that he's used in, out of the backfield in the receiving game between the tackles. Jay, when when you're talking top five, it's it's I'm not going to say the greatest ever, but it's hard right now to sit back today and say Christian McCaffrey's not a top five. He's not going to go down as a top five running back of all time. I get it. I'm listen, Jay. I'm 37 years old. You just turned 30. I didn't watch Jim Brown play football. I just I didn't watch him. Me neither. I can go back and watch the highlights, and even doing that, it doesn't. It just looks like he's so much better than everybody else, right? Just looks like superior athlete playing against a bunch of guys that have, you know, that that are that are beneath him. So I can't, I can't speak to that. But when you're talking Barry Sanders, you know, uh, Adrian Peterson, Ladanian Tomlinson, I got to watch a lot of Emmitt Smith, and I know he compiled a lot of numbers, and he was great early in his career. But those Cowboys teams were great with Larry Allen, with Jay Novacek, with. With, with, with Troy Aikman and the playmaker Michael Irvin, it, it's hard not to say Christian McCaffrey right now isn't should not be viewed as a top five running back in NFL history, and he's still got a lot of life left in yep. him, man. So it's it's I give you a lot of credit for that one. But that third quarter, man, stop running the ball, feed it to McCaffrey. I'm not going to sit back today and blame Bro- Brock Purdy. I'll say this. He was not the reason why they lost the game. He wasn't. He was not the, the reason over. why. He, he was not the reason why they lost the game, and I, I thought he was locked in early in the game. He was, he was locked in, making some nice throws, doing what Brock Purdy does. Brock Purdy is not Patrick Mahomes and never will be. They're just not the same type of guy. He's not the reason why they lost, but I'll say this. He also wasn't the reason why they were in a position to win. And when you're down there, you've got to be able to make those throws Looked like he and Ayuk were were all not on the same page on one of those deep throws, and he just missed one. But that's what happens during the course of the game. Ultimately, man, Shanahan is a loser. He lost again. That's 0-3 for Shanahan, and I, I don't know how we can continue to say he's the best coach in the league, best offensive mind, yada, yada, yada. When they needed to have it, didn't get it done, Jay. So where do the 49ers go from here? At least they roll into the offseason without having to worry about who their quarterback is next year. I think we can bed and put to yeah. bed and put to rest those kind of conversations. And the more that I think about it, I was listening to Ocho and, and, and Shannon Sharp last night on the nightcap. 
We like to talk about these tiers from a fantasy perspective, and maybe that's a little different, but NFL, yeah. Mahomes and Hurts and Allen and Stroud and Burrow in tier one. Nah, bro. No. No. It's one. It's Patrick Mahomes. He, he is the best quarterback in football, period. Like, period. Patrick Mahomes, best quarterback in football, and then it's everybody else, whether that be Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, whoever you want to put there. I think Brock Purdy's submitted himself as 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 a viable NFL starting quarterback, whether you call him Jimmy Garoppolo, souped-up version of Kirk Cousins, whatever the case yeah. may be. And let's not forget, he still has yet to go through the full offseason as the starter. He didn't have any offseason no. last year because the elbow. He was supposed to be out of the league and retired. Uh, good season for him, but ultimately, it, it never felt like the game was out of reach for one Patrick Mahomes. And it just goes to show, like, Truck versus trailer. We have that conversation all the time, Jay. Patrick Mahomes is absolutely an 18-wheeler Mack truck. Brock Purdy is a is, is a high-end trailer. He's a nice trailer. It's a very nice trailer, but he ain't no truck. He's a trailer. And uh, unfortunate, Debo got banged up. Kittle banged up. Was was non-existent in that matchup, Jay. Um, but let's talk about let's talk about your boy. Let's talk about your boy Travis Kelsey. Did you did oh. you see all Kelsey and Andy Reid here early in the game? Uh, Kelsey bumps Reed, screams at him, all kinds of upset. Your yep. thoughts here? They they interview Kelsey Berman and Tom ja- Berman and Booger, I think, or Booger McFarland, whoever else he he uh, sits up there on the booth with. Asked them what what this exchange was about, and Kelsey just said, "I'm gonna keep that between us." You know, I was just telling them that I loved him. What were your thoughts on this interaction? <laughs> I tweeted out to Des. You know, Des and I are tight, man. I tweeted out to Des Bryant. I was like, "Yo, Des, what would the media have said had this been you?" Who had done mm-hmm. this? And he was like, no cap, bro. You already know. A.J. Brown tweeted some stuff yep. out, Jay. If that was me, I'd be out the league. What were your thoughts yep. when you saw this interaction between Kelsey and Reed? It was interesting, right? It was a little bit more than you expect, even from Kelsey, but it is the highest moment, and it was because Reed took him out, right? He made a big play. They were right on the goal line. Tight end needed to make a block, and Kelsey wasn't there to make that block, and ultimately... Could have been the reason why the fumble occurred for Pacheco in the red zone. So you understand Kelsey's frustration to some extent. You know, these things happen, though, in football, especially early in a game. It's not late in the game. It's not, you know, a game-winning situation. It was, I believe that was still the first quarter when that happened. So, you know, you, you talk about, you know, the differences between when Kelsey does it and when another player does it. Definitely, there's some biases there, um, but it was interesting and ultimately good thing for Kelsey because that would have been a ma- even bigger narrative had they lost, right? Had they lost, he might have been vilified a little bit, and it would have been probably worse, as you know, a lot of receivers are mentioning if it was another player. But because they won, you kind of just gloss over it. It happened. It was early. Emotions were running high, and um, I think it's gonna be, he's going to be fine. But yeah, it was definitely interesting because he pretty much knocked Andy Reid over, and Andy Reid is not a small man. And I think you're on mute right now. Yeah, yeah. Kelsey was pretty pissed, man. He he definitely almost knocked him over. Uh, Reed kind of stumbled. He didn't see him coming. Just a, it was just an interesting, uh, an interesting moment in the game. You know what I'm saying? Just a very yep. How many players would be able to get away with that? What if that had been Antonio Brown? My God, and I get it. He's got a lot of <laughs> other transgressions, but uh, neither here nor there, Jay. I see a lot of people in the chat talking about the turning moment in that game, the turning point of that game, the muff punt. And it wasn't really even a muff punt yeah. from Ray Ray McLeod. Let's be clear. It hit, leave one of the defensive backs on the ankle. Yep. He went to pick it up. It was it was a weird game. We were talking about a pre-show, Jay, because 
like at the beginning, it seemed like no, there were a lot of nerves there. Chris McCaffrey fumbles oh, the ball. Yeah. Pacheco going in for a touchdown. He fumbles the ball. Just it, it was a Mahomes getting sacked left and right. It just was a very, very sloppy, nervous feeling game early on. But as as they settled in, they came out after the halftime show and performance. Seems like both teams kind of found their found their legs, but it was a tough defensive game. And uh did you see the Dre Greenlaw Achilles tear? Oh. Dude. Dude. Sucks, that, man. And it was that crazy sucks. too because it wasn't even on the field. It was like in between commercials. Well, you find out this jumping. dude just blew his Achilles. Well, he, he was, was jumping just too on the up or something. He was, he was jumping on the sideline to run in and went to yeah. push off that leg, and and it just went. And it, I mean, you were there. Same thing happened to me when I tore mine. I didn't do anything mm-hmm. crazy. I just planted to turn up field and run, and popped yeah. the Achilles tendon. So I think that was um, that was a, a tough big loss moment, man. That's... That was a, that was a big moment because you, yeah. if you see what happened, every Fred Warner standing there like, what the fuck just happened, like. He's looking down like, dude, we're about to run on the field to play defense, and our, you know, starting inside linebacker that's a menace is on the ground, you know, grabbing his leg. Just an unfortunate moment for Dre Greenlaw. So, so prayers up for for Greenlaw for a speedy recovery. I know it's a tough, tough injury to come back from, tough injury to bounce back from. But hopefully, with the medical care and the professionals that are in that building, yep. um, they they get it done. They get it done. So. Jay, where do you want to go now? We talked a little Mahomes. We talked a little Kyle Shanahan. Talked a little Brock Purdy. What I want to know, Jay, what I want to know from you, from a fantasy perspective, what were some of the big takeaways from you from that game? And let's start with Travis Kelsey himself. Now, right now, you know, last year, during this moment, right now, during this time last year, Kelsey was going top of the second round in underdog drafts. I mean, people wanted that Kelsey Mahomes stack. He was going... 104, 105 in single quarterback drafts, Jay. Single QB drafts. How you feeling about old Kelsey today? Won the Super Bowl. He said he's returning, so we got to take him at his yep, word that he he's coming back. Um, how you feeling about Kelsey going into next season? I think the thing that concerns me about Kelsey to this point is he's kind of turning into what Gronk was very late in his career. He's not necessarily going to be a regular season player all the time anymore especially when you look at the draft and all draft pundits have the Chiefs taking wide receivers and that's going to probably take away a little bit from Travis Kelsey not a lot I still think he can still score double touchdowns but I don't think he needs to be a guy who catches 100 passes every single year who has a thousand yards every single year and he may just be a guy like we saw where he kind of fades a little bit at times during the season because it just doesn't really matter to him but then when the playoffs come and it's winning time 100 yards touchdown 100 yards touchdown 90 yards right like He was there. He was the playmaker for the team when they needed it. So I do think that's kind of what we're going to see out of Kelsey over the next few seasons. And now he was banged up, to be fair to him. He missed the first game, and he was banged up throughout the year. So maybe that may have been part of the reason why as well. But when you just look at it and you say, man, this dude's getting old. Like, he doesn't need to be playing all these snaps every single play in the regular season. And so if you're taking him, you know, as the top tight end off the board... I might question that a little bit because we know Sam Laporte is playing every game. We know that Mark Andrews went well, available to be playing out, every not game, right? Off the board is the top tight end. He is not. But he I mean, when you're drafting, I mean, uh, where should he come off? Let me let me ask you some names. Let me ask you some names. Some would you rather? I think Sam Laporta, Trey McBride, Dalton Kincaid, and Mark Andrews. We can confidently say that you would prefer those guys to Travis Kelsey going into fantasy next year. Correct? Those four, like for sure. I don't. I don't know if it's for sure. 
I just think there's okay. a converse because because Kelsey. The thing with Kelsey is that I think he's going to score the touchdowns. McBride, okay, there's volume, but is there touchdowns? Even with Dalton Kincaid, there's still a lot of target right, competition well, there. But ask, we'll see well, what happens with Stephon Diggs. Right now, just one word answer. Laporta, Kelsey. Man, I think I still want Kelsey. I think I do. Okay, Andrews. Kelsey. It just comes down to cost. A I think you can, I would make the case for Andrews, Andrews. Kelsey. Andrews. I would make the case for Andrews. McBride, Kelsey. I think I would still take Kelsey. Kincaid, Kelsey. I would take Kelsey there. Njoku, the, the, Kelsey. The difference is Njoku, Kelsey. Did we get Joe Flacco quarterback? No, you got Watson. <laughs> Then I will take Kelsey. So you then still I'll got Kelsey. Kelsey's tight end too. You you still are. I still think with Kelsey, Kelsey is. He's right there. It's just I don't think Bowers, he's Kelsey. this first Brock round. Brock Bowers or Kelsey? Kelsey. Kelsey. Where, what, where are you putting Brock Bowers? Where's his best landing spot in the NFL? I, I don't is know. Is the Chargers? I, no, man. Everybody has them. Him gone. They're not taking damn tight end Brock Bowers five overall. I'm not buying it, Jay. It, Some it's people think that. I'm. I'm not there. I think it's. I don't think he should be a top fifteen to pick. No, he he should be a top fifteen pick, but he shouldn't be the fifth overall pick. No, I I I don't know if I got Kelsey as tight end two going into next year. So but how do you feel about it then? Because you, you, so who would you take over him? Because you you seem to be leaning more on the volume that you expect from some of these very young. Second year leap type guys, you know, McBride yeah. a little bit longer than that, but you're expecting surprised. an ascension, right? I'm ex I'm expecting them not to be 34 years old like Travis Kelsey, you know, and, and Father Time is undefeated. This is no, this ain't no slight to Kelsey. He's a first ballot. Hall first ballot should be unanimous Hall of Famer. There should be no Hall of Fame yeah. per credentialed person For that has a vote that does not vote him in. 100% on his first time. So this is not no shade or slight to who Travis Kelsey, the player, is. But, like, yo, man, at, at some point you will slow down, dog. Like, at some point it's going to happen. And when you look at Kansas City, Jay, I think one of the biggest areas that they have to improve is they need more weapons around Mahomes. And it's crazy to yep. say that as they just won back-to-back. I get that for it. They just won back-to-back -back Super Bowl titles. No Tyreek Hill. No true number one. Running back that they got out off of waivers, literally. They paid twelve dollars. Oh, they got Miko too. They got Miko from the Jets. Every this year. season. Go look at the left there. Mahomes' three Super Bowl victories. There were three improbable stars. Damian Williams in the first one. You got Sky Moore scoring a fourth quarter touchdown last year versus the Eagles. And then Miko Hardman. What the Hardman? Led no, the team in receiving behind Travis Kelsey. No Pacheco touchdown. No Kelsey nope. touchdowns. You nope. got Marquez Valdez Scanling and Miko. When he caught the ball at the end, he didn't even know he won the game. Mahomes said in the post-game interview, he was like, the dude did the awareness level was on zero. <laughs> he scores a touchdown. He's kind of like, oh shit, I caught Woo! it. I scored. And Mahomes is like, we just won the Super Bowl. I think we were all kind of shocked on that last play, but same play. Listen, Two listen. years in a row. Kansas City's got to add some weapons, man. They got to get Justin Watson. He did his job. MVS did his job. They've got Big to tutty. add some weapons, Jay. They've got to just receivers. I don't know what they do with the backup tight end. Maybe it's Noah Gray. Maybe they got to find somebody. But you've got to continue to stack weapons around this defense that I believe is the youngest starting defense in youngest the NFL. Youngest defense in the NFL. 
and could on, get bro. younger, right? Because they on, could bro. lose. I think it's like Drew Tranquil and Chris Jones and like a bunch of guys. Ladarius Sneed is another one. They're they're pending free agents, so the KNC has to figure out what they're going to do to either bring some of these guys back, let some guys go, and, and manage the cap situation. But yeah, youngest defense in the league this season and could be even younger potentially next season depending on what they decide to do and who they have to bring in. But I mean, this defense is going to be good for a long time. But Ray, I do have to ask you because you've What's been up? doing a lot of mocks, a lot of drafts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing a lot. Doing who a lot. do you think is the best fit and try to factor in you know, some draft capital here and what yeah. could actually happen for the Kansas City Chiefs? Who do you think they should draft? Because they are now officially at 32, and they are not on the clock, but they are going to have to make a big pick and probably going to go wide receiver. Who would you pick if you were the GM of the Kansas City Chiefs? It's tough, man, because in my opinion, there's two elite superstar caliber players in the class, Marvin Malik, and then you've got another potential star in Romo Dunze. I love Brian Thomas Jr., but I don't think there's a chance in hell he falls down to 32. So you're probably in the Xavier Worthy, Adnan Mitchell, Troy Franklin, Keon Coleman, Lad McConkey range. Like that's where it, that's yeah. If if those guys don't get selected ahead, so that's where you're kind of living at for Kansas City. If it were me, Jay, I would not. I would not. If Kelsey is coming back, go get me Mike Evans. Go get me okay. Mike Evans. Like flat out, okay. give me Mike Evans over any damn Keon Coleman. Xavier Worthy, and I know that's a small window, but that's what Kansas City's probably operating in. If Kelsey's 100%. back, let's let's operate in this. Let's get it done next year, right? Let's get it done before Houston gets better. Let's get it done before Cincinnati figures things out. On but let's let's stay in this window. And what that would allow you to do, Jay, you get Mike Evans. You don't have to spend your first round pick on that middle to back half of the second tier of wide receivers in twenty four. You can still invest in the second, third round. You know, there's going to be plenty of players that you can be able to grab to develop as wide receiver options. But I don't know if any of those guys at the back of the first round or or immediate plug-and-play type options. And I think that's what KC needs. They need somebody that's going to be able to... You see what Mahomes wants to do, Jay. He wants to push the ball downfield vertically. He wants to stretch yeah. the field. It's not really Rasheed Rice's game. He'd get down the field, but he's more the yak guy. The short, intermediate targets, yak, big body. I think, think the future is bright for Rasheed Rice. Let's get that clear right now. The future is very bright. Yeah. But give me a guy that I can drop in at X tomorrow and say, go get it. You put Mike Evans on that squad, I mean, literally, just that one player changes life for the entire offense. For Pacheco, for Kelsey, who's an aging veteran, for Rasheed Rice, and then you backfill with some rookies down the line. So in my opinion, what I believe the Kansas City Chiefs need to do is go sign a veteran free agent. Prioritize Mike Evans. There's a lot of rumors that he is going to be a hot commodity on the open yeah. wire. I would rather so that's Mike why I'm, Evans. I'm worried about, about the yeah. money, right? Can they afford to pay him what he will demand? Well, and think about, not just think from about, them, but other teams as well on the open market. What's Mike chasing is the question. You know, Mike's already 25, 26. Well, well I'm right? saying what like, is he he'll personally ask for some money. He's already got a chip. He's already got a Super Bowl. And he has so a ring Mike, too. That's what I'm saying. So is Mike just want is Mike just looking for the payday? If Mike Evans is just looking for a payday, maybe that's not the spot. But if he's chasing another ring, if he wants to be a part of that Mahomes legacy dynasty, then that's a separate conversation. But I mean, like you said, he's already got one. So who knows? What somebody mm -hmm. in the chat, KS uh scientist or rapper says. DeAndre Hopkins. The He's on the contract, reason, I believe, though, for next season. The only reason he just 
He feels like a redundant asset. I'm looking for something a little different than Rasheed Rice. Both of those players, Nuke and Rasheed, they do at similar At this stage things. in his career, yeah. At, yes, at this stage in the career, I think they need He's a going that Larry field. Fitz route where he, he goes inside and he cooks. Outside, he's kind of just a good receiver, right? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, but that's Evans my can, thought But Evans process. would be a massive upgrade. And then yeah, I think they can get MBS off the books. But yeah, I, I think if it was the draft, they'd need to go with one of those deep threats, whether it's A.D. Mitchell, whether it's, you know, Troy Franklin, who probably will probably will still be there. And then I think the question is, is X worthy there? Because that was the guy that Matt Miller had mocked to the Chiefs, and he would really, really make a big difference on that defense. I just, or to the again, defenses. I don't think X were, I don't think any of those receivers in the back half of that tier of rookies, I don't think any of them are better than Rasheed Rice. None of them, right? And then they're definitely, un, they are 100% not better than the Mike Evans, T. Higgins. I don't even know about T, man. T be in and out. Give me somebody that I can can depend on week well, in and week out. Well, T wants the bag, too, because he hasn't yeah, been paid yet, right? Of course he wants so the he's, bag. Yeah, he wants a lot. He'll want a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say I would say Mike Evans for me, Jay. Let's, let's pivot to the other side of the ball. Let's talk about Brock Purdy for a little bit. Let's talk about Brock. I don't know where he's being valued at. Let me pull up his KTC value, but let's talk about Brock Purdy real quick, Jay, and and what's next for him after this loss because, no, he didn't play bad at all, but he's going to catch – he's catching the heat regardless because it's Brock Purdy. Oh, like, yeah. He's going he's gonna, to he's gonna catch that fire, and you know what? You should. I mean, you're the quarterback. You lost the game. We're not going to – we're not going to make the excuse because you're Brock Purdy and we're not going to – Nah, man, he should catch some heat, man. He he should catch some heat. But right now, he's sitting here as QB twelve, behind T Law, Kyler Murray, Jordan Love, Anthony Richardson, Burrow, yada yada yada. Jordan he is Love. ahead of Dak Prescott, Tua, Justin Fields, Jared Goff. How are you feeling about Purdy, fantasy wise, rolling into twenty twenty four as one of your quarterbacks? And let's just the assumption here is super flex. But how are you feeling yeah. about your Purdy shares? Because I know you got quite a few of them. I feel good. I feel good, right? I think the biggest thing for me was could he hold his value throughout the whole season, right? And that was the biggest question is you go into the season, you say, okay, he's my QB too. I feel good about it because he's on a great team, probably going to put up a lot of points. But can he retain that value? Because there was ups and there was downs and there was times when we did think maybe he's not the guy. Maybe they could look at making a switch, but obviously he wrote the ship, got with the Super Bowl, played great. I still think, though, to some extent, Ray, if we're playing the Dynasty game, you're going to keep him because of what he can do for you from a fantasy perspective. But if you're playing the value game, how much higher Man. can he really go? And I, do you care? Well, Adam, I think Adam hit the nail on the head. I think Adam, I think Adam hit the nail on the head. He said, can we admit what Brock is? He's a solid but low-end QB1. I think that's, that's the range that he's going to live in. I think that QB... High I mean, end he's probably QB not ahead nine, of QB nine. Maybe he get ahead of Love. I, I'm saying that's what I'm saying. High end QB eight, QB nine to QB fourteen. Yeah, and and, Caleb's and here's not the thing. in here yet. Well, that's what, I was just about yet. to say. It's... No Caleb. No Daniels. No May. All three of those are going to be valued higher than Brock from day one. But here's the beauty, right? The beauty is he's probably a back end QB one that you that's priced like a mid to lower end. QB2 or mid QB2. So mid to high end QB2. Uh, that's just that's just value that you can get. But I, I I agree with Adam's point there. And then here's another interesting one from from Kevin Jay. Shanny couldn't get Ayuk open. Debo isn't a real wide receiver, and WTF is a George Kittle. Let's talk about it, Jay. I mean, 
I was texting, I was texting with my dog from the Draft Network last night, Damian Parsons. Shout out to DP. Shout out to my dog DP. I was texting with him last night after the game. The only thing they do with Ayuk is he runs dig routes. That's it. Dig yep. routes and nine routes. Yep. If he's not running a deep dig or a nine route, they just can't get him the ball. Debo Samuel is awesome, Jay. He is a he's a fun player to watch. But my God, I mean. <sighs> he pulled his hammy, though. Come on. He came back. I just, what's Kittle at this stage? I, I don't know. This is my thing, Jay. Shanahan, what are you doing? How the hell does Kittle not have a catch? Why is Brandon Ayuk not being fed? Like, what is, you know what it feels like, Jay? If it, it, <laughs> I'll tell you what it feels like, Jay. You know, you know what this QB head coach love affair, yet lack of throwing feels like? Think the 24 class. Think about the 24 class. What does this feel like? QB. Not Bo Nix. Not Bo Nix. Come on. Greatest QB, lack of throwing? They just won a championship. He's the greatest college quarterback Oh, J.J. McCarthy. (laughs) It just, I'm sitting back and I'm thinking, all right, you got all these weapons. You got Brock and you got all this faith and confidence in him. Yet there are a lot of times where they just don't let him throw it. They don't let him throw the ball. And I know he I know he threw the ball 30 plus times, but he wasn't throwing it though. You know what I'm talking about. Pushing well, the ball downfield. I, I mean, he wasn't, but but he did okay, so but think about it from this perspective, right? Shanahan dialed up two touchdowns. Both were ruined by Chris Jones. And you you can't like yes, he can't yes. do any more than that, right? He yeah. he can't do any more than Ayuk. That probably should have been a touchdown. It was a little long from Purdy in my perspective, but when you see IU kind of pull up and stop running, you're like, dude, that you know this is a play to go down the field. Yes. So it, it may have been a little long because it's hard to judge because IU's pulled up. And then the Debo touchdown, Chris Jones just just wrecked that yeah. play. Like, yeah, I mean, and, but yeah. that's where you get to Mahomes versus Purdy. That is a play that Mahomes can make and has made. With a Chris Jones type, a elite defensive player of the year in his face and can still make that throw with his arm talent. Brock Purdy, you do not expect to make that play. He may from time to time, but that is really the difference between Mahomes and Purdy. When you have both those C's are great, drawn up shot plays. You know, you talk about Debo. Debo had 11 targets in this game, and some of them were very tight coverage, some of them were very contested, and he didn't make a play. But you know, you look, it was a lot of McCaffrey and a lot of Debo. I think that's the play, the way you want to play against Kansas City. So I think that Shanahan did a good job. And you talk about not pushing the ball down the field. He did. It just didn't work out. There was a couple reasons why. And you can kind of point to those reasons. But he at least got the ball down the field, which is his only job, right? Sometimes it's harder than others. And he's not going to make every play. But I think the plays they called worked. It's just they couldn't actually make it happen, unfortunately. That's the difference, right? That's the difference is making plays and not making plays. And sometimes it comes down to is his player is better than our player. And literally Chris Jones wrecked multiple plays. Yeah. That well, Chris game. Jones like talked multiple about, plays. He talked about it on a post game. He was like, yeah, they didn't, they didn't decide to block me or they were doing this. He was just like, I was shocked too. I was shocked yeah. too. Um, I, I don't know, man, but when Juwan Jennings, when that's your third down drop and I get Juwan Jennings had at the game of his life. It was a great right? game. It, he had a great game. I'm not drawing up a third down play for Jawan Jennings. It, it the ball has got to go to McCaffrey. It's got to go to Ayuk. 
It's got to go to Kevin. I hear what you're, it, I, I hear what you're it, saying, but it worked every time. Like it, like that. That really is Shanahan saying, like we have faith in four for our guy. forty, dude. Four. It didn't. It wasn't like it was working like that, dog. Like not to that. It degree. worked. But if you need, if you need Juwan Jennings to go for ten and a hundred, like what are we doing here, right? Like I think that it was timely and it worked every time. And he still threw the touchdown to to McCaffrey too. So it's like, you know, I, I get what you're saying, but it worked. In the so they game. were good play calls. All right. So whose fault was it then? Was it is it Purdy's fault or is it Shannon's nah, fault? Man, that, it just... it's, it's, it's nobody's fault. They lost to a better team and okay. a far superior quarterback and coach. I You can't look at an OT loss where you did put points on the board, you won the turnover battle, and you still lost the game. Like, Yes, there was mistakes. Talk about the third quarter, the lack of running the ball in the third quarter, especially yeah. after the interception. So, like, there are things you can point to, but you won the turnover battle. You played pretty solid defense. I think, you know, the one area you look to is they couldn't contain Mahomes. Mahomes led the game, or the, sorry, led the team in rushing. He had more than Pacheco. But, I mean, those are small things that are going to happen when you play Mahomes. The Chiefs won the game. That's just what it is. I, I, I know you can look to Shani, but I think the Chiefs just outright won this game. Christian McCaffrey is going to be 28 years old going into next season, Jay. And a lot of times you see these running backs start to start to decline once they hit that 28-year-old season. What do you think about uh, Captain America, Christian McCaffrey, man? What do you what do you think about him going into drafts next year? Dynasty value-wise, he's fourth behind Gibbs, Bijan, and Brees Hall. And that that's probably fine. that's fine, right? Dynasty. You're, you're thinking at least a year or two down the line. Redraft yeah. though, I mean, are you are you right back? Because they're running it back. Like this is this, they're going to oh, yeah. have this same team at least for one more season. It's going to be the same squad. You feeling good about Christian McCaffrey for your fantasy leagues in twenty twenty four? Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, it's funny when we were talking best ball last year, and I was like makeshifting these power rankings and stuff. Yeah, and I kept telling you. Christian McCaffrey is like way the hell at the top. Like it's not even close. You see Jefferson going number one because of, you know, the stacks and, and the correlation and all that stuff. And you see Chase up there. It's like, maybe we should just take Christian McCaffrey because he's the best running back in football. He's going to score a crap load of touchdowns, led the league in rushing this year, led the team in rushing and receiving in the Super Bowl. Like there's not much more this guy needs to do to prove to people he's the best running back in football. Like, he is the best running back in football. He's probably yes, the best fantasy no, asset that no will doubt. be next season. I understand maybe you want to go another direction, but, like, he should be the 101 in, in every single fantasy league. Uh, Scott and I, we've done 20 uh, way too early FFPC best ball drafts. He's coming off the board 101 pretty much consensus. No later than 102, right? If somebody gets spicy and takes a receiver, underdog, he's 101, 102 off the board right now in the early big board super flex draft. So he is coming off the board as the one. So I'm with you. I, I think he is, uh, he's now awesome. People, you see people bringing up the OT rules, right? You brought that up well, on the screen. We didn't mention the OT rules. That's I the one even, area. I didn't That's even, the one area. I didn't even know what was going I saw somebody say, why the hell did they take the ball first? I didn't even realize the change in the postseason OT rules. So yeah. you said that there was a report that the 49ers hadn't even practiced this. So shout out to the ringer, the ringer. Um, they, they did talk about this and they interviewed, I think use check and a few other players, but basically people understand, right? If you, whether you watch the game or not, the rules are basically both teams are going to get a possession, even if there's a touchdown, right? So it's very similar to what you see in a regular game. 
opening kickoff, do you want the ball or do you want to defend? The reason why everyone's saying you want to defend is because then you control your destiny. You know what right. you have to do to match the other team, whether it's a field goal or a touchdown or whatever the case may be. You know exactly what you need if you go second. Same as the college rules, right? In college, you don't want to go first. That way you can go second to try and win the game. And so the reports from the ringer were basically the Chiefs from training camp. Now, these are the Super Bowl champions, so they're much more experienced. They understand that if you want to play in a Super Bowl, you have to prepare for a Super Bowl. And so the Chiefs in training camp went over the new OT rules, so everyone understood them. And they apparently talked about them almost every single week to make sure everybody knew if you won the toss, you kick the ball off, you defer, and if they score a touchdown, we go down the field, we score, and we go for two to win the game. That was exactly what was reported by the ringer. And then you go to the San Francisco side, they didn't talk about it. Juszczyk didn't know, he was unaware, he didn't realize it was very different from the old, from the old system. He thought it was the same as regular OT, know? so if you went down and scored... How do you not know, though? I mean... That's that's championship preparation. That's championship DNA. That's what it is. That's the difference. See, that's the margins. I, I kind of at first I had agreed with Colin right here. Defense had just been on the field, right decision to take the ball. That's what I was thinking initially. I was like, oh yeah, give the defense a break. You don't want to throw them right back out there and have Mahomes just do 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 do. That's what I thought initially, and then that's when all the stuff started coming out about the damn uh, about the damn overtime the rules. rules. That yeah. story sounds like more. If you Chiefs score, high, you still get the lie. ball back. Yeah. Okay. Well, check it out, y'all. Check it out, y'all. Uh, we have to pay the bills here at Destination Devi, and one of the ways that we do that is through sports betting. So I'm about to bring my good friend, Mitch Carl. Y'all know who he is, DFS and Donuts on. He's going to be here just about every single week for a couple of minutes to give us some dope plays that you can use on prize picks, whether you use the sports books. And listen, football is over. I, Jay, I don't know if you saw uh, my picket yesterday. Old GQ was, was I, I needed that OT. I needed that overtime, Jay, because there were a lot of gut field bets that almost wrecked. The old gut. I was about to have to do a lot of live streams to do, do some, <laughs> ask for some super chats to make some of that money back. But each and every week, uh, we're going to bring Mitch on. He's just going to come in quickly, give us a couple of plays that we can use because I know some of y'all degenerates out there are big-time gamblers as well. You can find him on X at DFS and Donuts. You can follow him on Twitter. He's posting free stuff. He's got a dope YouTube channel. So, Jay, I'm kicking you off for a couple of minutes, bringing Mitch on, and then we're going to talk some prop bets, and then we'll get back out here and uh, kind of wrap the show up with some chats from the crowd. So let's bring Mitch in the building. Mitch, how you doing, baby? Good morning, Ray. Thanks for having me on. Jay, sorry for replacing you, man. You're definitely the better looking, but uh, I got to do my job. So appreciate it. Thank you to the Wake Up Show for entering me in here, and I appreciate you. And uh, listen, chat, if you got one quick question or two to fire off before I dip today, maybe I can get to one before we bounce. But I love, I love a couple bets for you today. I'm going to make sure I line your pockets. Well, let's go, Mitch. Who we got, baby? Who we got? Who we, who got we looking at today in the NBA? What we got? Yeah, Tyrese Halliburton. So he's back. He's looking healthy. He's played 30-plus in two of the last three games. One of the games, he only played 27 minutes that had everything to do with it being a blowout. Essentially, if the game is even slightly competitive, he's going to play 25-plus minutes. Why does that matter? At 25-plus minutes, Halliburton's averaging 12.5 assists per game on the season. The issue here is right now, 
I posted this earlier this morning. The line has now moved to 11 and a half, and you're getting it at plus odds. Now, here's the deal. If you're on sportsbooks, most books allow you to take an alternate assist line. So what you can do, and I just looked it up for you, you can go take Tyrese Halliburton over 10 and a half assists for an alt line. It's like minus 150 on DK. Let's go. And then you're going to parlay it. Oh, yeah. Party horn. Mm. Then we're going to parlay it with Kawhi Leonard two plus assist that's another alt line now Kawhi Leonard at two plus has been a lock and load juice cutter option all season what I mean by that is anytime you find a juice line like a minus 150 a minus 160 and you still want to play it you can go grab Kawhi Leonard and say all right I think he's going to have two or more assists and it's going to cash out because he's done that in 45 of 47 games this year literally has only missed twice and one of them was a short game because of an injury and that comes out to a minus 117 so go ahead and enjoy that one and uh ray i do have a second here let me go ahead and talk about rj barrett if you're cool we'll talk about rj then talk about so real quick we got tyrese halliburton we got Kawhi leonard on a parlay let's run that i like that hallie has been money and like you said Kawhi leonard has been dope and i love the alt lines we'll talk about rj barrett really quickly Oh, yeah, you don't have to outline this one. So you can go two routes. First one, you can go the over nine and a half rebounds and assists. Now, everything boils down to some players in the NFL who have enough talent, opportunity. Opportunity yep. equals yep. minutes. Minutes equals production. R.J. Barrett's one of those guys. Maybe not uh, a superstar level or even all-star, but he's underneath the all-star level. He's right there. He's a good he's player. There. And he can pad a lot of different stats. Yeah, it depends on who you ask. Uh, it's, <laughs> yeah, it depends on yeah, yeah, yeah. Think. <laughs> so rj barrett stat padding can get us there at ra's at nine and a half what that means is rebounds and assists i think he can get 10 today so you can take that one even's been bumped on price picks i don't mind that but if you want to pivot just pivot simply to his over 31 and a half points rebounds and assist line which has much better odds you can get that all the way down to minus 115 on FanDuel. the rebounds and assists is a little juicy so you have to make your decision plant your flag on what you believe in what you want to do if you want to sip the juice and uh, go with either i think they're both fine options he's been smashing the over with him playing alongside quickly and and scotty barnes when he's played 30 plus minutes he's hit the over on the rebounds and assists in 11 of 13 games and he's hit the over on the pra in nine of the 13 games that they've shared the court and the matchup today is tremendous against the spurs they give up the fifth most assists, second most rebounds, second most points per game. They give up the fourth, fourth most threes per game. So Barrett, as long as he plays the minutes, the matchup is delectable. And I like the upside across the board on virtually all his props. Mitch, how'd you do on uh, NFL yesterday? Just curious, man. How was it? Was yeah, it a good you. day? Just give me, was it a good day in the NFL for the old dub club with, uh, with the oh, people over there in the Discord? So I had seven parlay slips across all those pick apps everybody's obsessed with. All seven yeah. cashed. I went five and one on my sports book picks, and I only missed a single prop the entire day. And that was Kelsey needing 25 oh. plus yards in both halves. And then I had some live bets that I cashed out on Twitter. So thank you for mentioning the Twitter. It was a very, very solid Sunday. Well, there it is, Mitch. Appreciate you coming in. Thank you for joining. You can find Mitch at DFS and Donuts on Twitter. Type in DFS and Donuts on YouTube. Go join the dub club. Mitch, get out of here. Go find some more plays to make the people some more money. Thank you for being here, baby. Love you. Take care, guys. All right. That's Mitch Carl, Jay Rich. It's your boy, R.J. Barrett. Your yeah, boy. you're talking mad shit about R.J. Barrett. He's been so much better since he left the Knicks. And still, yeah, you, you out here with the disrespect.
Well, out here with the uh, disrespect on RJ. Jay Rich, on. I want to wrap up talking about probably the highlight of the Super Bowl for a lot of people, man. Or maybe really? not. Maybe not. Maybe not. But did you see this, man? Did you see this <laughs> image that. here? Yeah. I did oh, see that. Oh, sure. I, I tell you this, man. I, you know, if if Mrs. GQ was an entertainer, I'm I'm all for it, man. But this is this is this is an intimate pose. This is Usher. They look very happy during this performance. What were your thoughts on the old Super well, Bowl 58 halftime show? It's funny because I was kind of in and out because we were working on the thumbnail when it was on, but Rhea was with me and she was literally like, are they dating? Like they're getting a little close. And I was so I turned around and I was like, oh my God, like they are looking a little close. So it was interesting. It was did, interesting. You, did, you like, did you like the... Did you like the Usher? Did you like the Usher? Here's this is my thing. So I think I think Here, I'm a hater, but you are. A I'm hater. not. This, let, I think I'm a hater. I think I'm a hater. What, I, I admit told my that. wife this shit last night. First and foremost, none of y'all even remember any damn commercial that happened last year. You can't remember one. I'll give you a hundred dollars if you can name a commercial from last year, Jay Rich. Give me a commercial from last year. I, I you don't know. I, I don't but know where we're sat, going with this, but but you sat there. Ah, oh, these commercials suck. Ah, uh, this halftime. Who was the halftime entertainment last year? Who was the halftime entertainment last year? Do you remember? N no, you I don't. don't. That's you a, don't even I don't remember. No, because the was just okay. Yeah. This is yeah. This the is Dre one is, was two years ago. Exactly. No one. So who was it last year? Who, Do you know? The hell if I know. I I don't even know, Jay. <laughs> but I'm not going to be one of those people that sit there and ah, oh, this perform. I thought it was an entertaining halftime performance. If you don't listen to R and B music, it was Rihanna last year. Come well, on, you didn't know that. I, well, you come, come on. on. If you don't listen come to R and B, you probably didn't like it. And here's the problem: everybody, you got hundreds and hundreds of millions of people watching this damn thing, and everybody's musical genre is so different. It's going to be difficult yeah. to satisfy everybody, right? You can bring up Taylor Swift, and then you'll have a million other people who say, I don't even, I don't know five Taylor Swift songs, so I'd watch it and be like, ah, not my cup of tea for me, in my air. What the music I listened to, I thought that was an incredible halftime performance. I'm 37. I'm from R&B land. Grew up in the 90s, baby, when R&B was R&B. I thought it was a dope halftime show. And the commercials, man, the Dunkin' Donuts one with Ben Affleck, J-Lo, Tom Brady, Mark That was Wahlberg, funny, yeah. That was pretty that damn that was funny. funny. That was... That was pretty funny. I thought that was a good one, Jay. But your your thoughts on the halftime show? Yeah, like I, I thought it started slow, which was okay. And then it got better. So I would say, you know, I started around a four out of 10 and it probably got up to about a six. I thought it was pretty good, but I'm not a big halftime show guy. You know, they got to kind of rush through the songs and I get all of that. Um, but, you know, I think I think he tried to fit in more than I would have done, but it was good. It was good. He did a good job at the end. It started slow for me, but he got there. He got there. So I thought he did a good job. Just, I'm not a big halftime show guy. It doesn't really do it for me. All right. It's nine o'clock. We got to get out of here. Let's see what the chat is saying. Give me some music, Jay. Get us some music before we get out of here. Give us some music. Usher was good. Brought me back to 2005. Thank you, Colin. Jay Rich was like five years 12. old in 2000. He was 12. Yeah. Thank you. Christopher Davis, yes, Usher crushed it. Thank you so much. I've uh, been listening to Usher two-thirds of my life. How damn old are you, Anthony? I, I have no clue. Pushed up for That's the C plus because of Taylor Wolf just hating on Usher. The road was pretty dope though. Did you did you did you see that tweet that someone said 
Usher can sing and roller skate, but Dre Greenlaw can't walk on the field. Stop. Like, oh, on. my God. Stop. Stop. Super Bowl's in New Orleans next year, Jay. We might have to make a trip down We there. going. Anything you want to say to the people before we get out of here, baby? Nah, man. I'm excited. The offseason is officially here. DD content is heating up. So hit the like button, subscribe to the content, and we'll see you guys next week. Appreciate you. Love y'all. We out. Peace.